Hi everyone, welcome to Living Life. Uh, today our meditation is for November 30th. And uh, the story today is about two kings. It's about father and son, King Ahaziah and then his son Joash, who would also one day be king. So in a lot of ways, our study today is not only a study of two kings, but we're going to be looking at the behavior of several kings, and a lot of their behavior was not so good. And one of the important themes to be looking at as we read through the scripture today is look at the theme of good counsel or bad counsel. Because these different kings that we're studying, we're going to be seeing that many of them were not taking good counsel from their advisors. And that's one of the things that you and I today, as we go through this meditation, we're going to be reflecting on. Am I receiving good counsel? To whom am I going to for counsel? Am I going to the right people or to the wrong people? And who's in my inner circle? Who are my inner three that give me counsel in ministry and life and in spiritual things? So let's take a look at the passage. Second Chronicles chapter 22, verses 1 through 12. The people of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, Jehoram's youngest son, king in his place, since the raiders who came with the Arabs into the camp had killed all the older sons. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaziah was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem one year. His mother's name was Athaliah, a granddaughter of Amri. He too followed the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother encouraged him to act wickedly. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as the house of Ahab had done, for after his father's death they became his advisors to his undoing. He also followed their counsel when he went with Joram, son of Ahab, king of Israel, to wage war against Hazael, king of Aram, at Ramoth-Gilead. The Arameans wounded Joram, so he returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds they had inflicted on him at Ramoth in his battle with Hazael, king of Aram. Then Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to Jezreel to see Joram, son of Ahab, because he had been wounded. Through Ahaziah's visit to Joram, God brought about Ahaziah's downfall. When Ahaziah arrived, he went out with Joram to meet Jehu, son of Nimshai, whom the Lord had anointed to destroy the house of Ahab. While Jehu was executing judgment on the house of Ahab, he found the officials of Judah and the sons of Ahaziah's relatives, who had been attending Ahaziah, and he killed them. He then went in search of Ahaziah, and his men captured him while he was hiding in Samaria. He was brought to Jehu and put to death. They buried him, for they said, He was a son of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So there was no one in the house of Ahaziah powerful enough to retain the kingdom. 
When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to destroy the whole royal family of the house of Judah. But Jehoshaphat, the daughter of King Jehoram, took Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the royal princes who were about to be murdered, and put him and his nurse in a bedroom. Because Jehoshaphat, the daughter of King Jehoram and wife of the priest Jehoiada, was Ahaziah's sister, she hid the child from Athaliah so she could not kill him. He remained hidden with them at the temple of God for six years while Athaliah ruled the land. Hi everybody, our meditation today is a lot like the United Nations or the G12. It's a summit. Our story deals with so many different kings, it's going to be a little challenge to, uh, you know, uh, get a handle on it. But you know what? We're going to be okay. I'm going to take it real slow. You know, our story today, the focus is on a king called Ahaziah, King Ahaziah. So we have two kings in the beginning of our story today. We have the king of Judah, which is the lineage of King David, and that is King Ahaziah. And then we also have the king of Israel. And that's uh, a, a son of Ahab, and his name is Joram. So we have these two simultaneous kings working together at the same time. And as if you remember, when King Solomon was the king of a united Israel, all 12 tribes, because of his sin, the kingdom was divided to 10 tribes to the north and two tribes to the south. So the two tribes of the south, that is Judah. And King Ahaziah is the king of Judah. And then we have the ten tribes to the north, the other side of the kingdom. And their king is King Joram. And the first and most important thing to observe in today's meditation is that King Ahaziah, the first mistake that he did is that he took wrong counsel. He took wrong counsel. His grandfather was King Ahab, and he was not a very good king. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. So when King Ahaziah became king, he took all his father's advisors and counselors, and they became his advisors and his counselors, and they gave him bad advice and bad counsel. So our number one leadership principle for all of us here is, is that when God places you as a leader, Okay, it's important that we surround ourselves with good counselors. And it's not about having 24 or 34 counselors. You can have an inner three, just like Jesus did. He had Peter, James, and John. So that's the question for you. Who are your inner three? Who are the counselors that you go to? Amen? Very good. So one of the things that Ahaziah the wrong advice that he got from his counselors uh, is that he fought somebody else's war. You know, uh, King Joram, who was the king of Israel, said to King Hezaiah, hey, come down with me and fight the king of Aram uh, with me. Help me in this campaign. Help me in this war. Help me in this battle. It wasn't his battle. It wasn't his war. That was not his fight. He should not have gone. He was out of the will of God. And King Ahaziah went with King uh, Joram of Israel. 
And anyways, Joram was killed in battle. He was wounded and he would die of his wounds. And uh, God had allowed this amazing person called Jehu to bring judgment to the house of Joram, to bring judgment to Israel. But since Ahaziah was there, uh, Jehu uh, had him arrested and they had him killed. So Ahaziah lost his life because he was fighting somebody else's war and fighting somebody else's battle. So that's the caution to you and me. So back at home, you know, back in Jerusalem or back in the king's palace, his own mother became queen. She wanted to rule as queen. And in the story, it's just so amazing to read that she put to death the entire royal family. She put to death her own relatives because now that her son was dead, she wanted to assume the leadership of Judah. And that's what happens to us as leaders. When we fight other people's wars, we get distracted, we get drawn away, and then someone evil takes in the whole, the, the vacuum that was created because we're off doing something we shouldn't do. And then what's so beautiful about the story today is God's mercy, God's grace, because Ahaziah's sister, this wonderful woman called Josheba, okay, Ahaziah, he had a son, a little son by the name of Joash. So his sister, or the little boy's aunt, rescues him and takes him away so his own mother will not kill him, so he will not be a threat to her later and take away the throne. So his sister takes him and hides him, or his aunt, his father's sister takes her and hides him in the temple for six years, waiting for the opportunity for God to open the door so little Joash could eventually become the king again. And this, again, my friends, is God's mercy and, and God's grace. God made a promise and a covenant to David that his lineage would continue. And in that lineage was Jesus Christ. So Joash would eventually become king. And he was the great, 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 great grandfather of Jesus. Wow. So God is in control even in the middle of chaos and even when we make mistakes as leaders, God's grace and God's mercy is there. As we close in prayer today, we all have to acknowledge that uh, ministry is messy. Uh, this Christian walk that we walk uh, with so many variables and so many different kinds of people we run into or deal with, you know, family, church, community. Uh, it's messy and sometimes it's chaotic. And in our story today, there was a lot of chaos and there needed to be a lot of correction, a lot of changes. And just remember, God is the one that corrects. God is the one that makes those changes. And we had some special people in our story like Jehu, that God used as an instrument to bring uh, righteousness and judgment uh, to his community. Or like this wonderful, amazing uh, woman, uh, um, 
Ahaziah's um, sister. Uh, so let's pray and let's just ask the Lord that He will bring the correction that needs to happen in our lives and in our ministries and in our churches. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father God, uh, we just come to you in complete um, uh, submission, Lord God. And as your faithful followers and leaders, Lord God, we just pray, Father God, that you would bring about the corrections that are needed in our lives. If it's a correction that needs to happen in our own hearts, Lord, in our conduct and our behavior, if there's a correction that needs to happen in a, the life of a leader that we know, Lord God, in a ministry, in, in, a, in the church context, we pray, Lord God, for your grace and for your mercy, but we also pray, Lord God, that you would make those adjustments that need to happen, because if those adjustments don't happen, Lord God, it'll only lead to death and to failure. So we need you now more than ever, and we surrender completely to your will, to your providence, to your sovereignty, Lord. And we pray this now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer.